Uh, did you see Vladimir Putin's epic own of Donald Trump? Not <laughs> Donald Trump. Who's the new guy? Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> I did, yeah. Yeah, it was so great. Joe Biden was just like, uh, you have the dead eyes of a killer, Jack. <laughs> and Vladimir Putin was like, I wish you the best of health. <laughs> and then and, he was like, "I know you are, but what am I?" Yeah, and then he just fucking Biden immediately falls down the steps. <laughs> fucking amazing, yeah. man! Oh my god, Russia has lasers that make you fall down the steps. Hey, that's that's where we're headed. <laughs> Did you know Nancy Pelosi originally said that she was going to retire in 2022? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She says after the 2022 midterm election, she will no longer be running for her seat. So now all sorts of, you know, San Francisco bloody machine politicians are fighting to try and take the big chair. Well, she means after 2022, it's just hers. Like, she's not going to have to run again. She's staying. (laughs) (laughs) Right. She's seizing power. No, you're literally right. (laughs) Did you know the person who held the seat before was the spouse of the person who held the seat before that? And now... (laughs) They are looking at trying to get Nancy Pelosi's daughter to run for the seat. Huh. It's cool that San Francisco is literally a dynasty ruled by these old, by this coven of witches. San Francisco (laughs) values. Yeah, literally, just for the exclusive purpose of, uh, I don't know, denying Shahid Buttar his ability to do his Google Master's bidding. (laughs) Nancy Pelosi, welcome to the resistance. Uh, you guys saw hackers hackers stick a two-inch strip of tape on a 35-mile-per-hour si- speed sign and successfully trick two Teslas into accelerating to 85 miles an hour. <laughs> it's funny, because that's probably the most honest definition of hacker, too, that's just, like, some guy putting <laughs> tape on a sign, and they're just yeah. like... Life hack. Yeah, literally, exactly. literally. <laughs> oh, God, that is so fucking awesome. It's like, I just figured it had the... All the roads and their miles per hour is programmed into the thing. You're telling me it reads signs and does a shitty job of it? <laughs> Two hackers wrote, uh, destroy yourself on a sign and the Tesla just blew up. This is so fucking cool, man. Oh my god. Just This company is worth a trillion dollars. It makes literally nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but 750 billion of those dollars are just taxpayer money. Yeah, exactly. It's so fucking cool. Oh my god. <laughs> Did you guys see the uh, 29th Circuit Court judge um, C- Corey Barkman? Oh yeah, she fucking rocks. It looks like they <laughs> cut the nose off of Hillary yeah. Clinton for its... <laughs> They used uh, one of those, <laughs> one of those like free face tuner apps. <laughs> Is that what happened? Like, why did they do this? Does she have a bunch of acne or something? I was gonna like... say they airbrushed her nose like completely off yeah. her body. It's so fucking cool. Yeah. It liter- she literally looks like Donald Trump in a wig. It's like the coolest thing I've <laughs> ever seen. Is yeah. she real? Yeah, and she looks like a real life anime character. <laughs> Courtesy photo. <laughs> Is Serbia preparing to commit the next military aggression against its neighbors? Why is Serbia diverting funds from public health and education to speed up its arming? (laughs) At least they have any funds in public health. It's so funny just, like, to be an American and to write this article, though. Yeah. (laughs) Just looking up. Great. They're just following your example. (laughs) Oh my god, did you see the fucking UFC fighter that fainted on the scale? Oh, man. (laughs) 
It's <laughs> like that's like the uh, like the K-pop slaves. It it basically is. It's our version of the K-pop slaves, but it's like a <laughs> yeah. more. Except they're big, buff, sexy men. <laughs> yeah, this is actually a uh, big, buff, sexy Polish woman. But yeah, oh. same, same fucking idea. You know, the athlete has no health care. No annual salary, no pension. <laughs> and they're they're forced to drop, like, pounds at a time in less than a day. You ever watch Fighting in the Age of Loneliness? I heard some of it. Yeah, at one point they talk about what they do to cut weight. One guy had to cut 20 pounds in 24 hours, so he goes into a sauna for, like, six hours at a time in a plastic suit Jesus and a sweatsuit above it, riding a bicycle at 210 degree heat right that's his healthcare plan yeah precisely it's so fucking cool <laughs> the only other uh cory barkman thing i found is her uh not letting uh an inmate call home to the middle east oh my god that's pretty great that's pretty great because uh it, he's like a he's like a life inmate and he used to get to call home and uh they just stopped letting him yeah well covid what are you gonna do and, uh, she's in this article to explain why I fucking love politicians and just anyone with their small, like, whatever little medium of power you give them and the absolute horrendous horseshit they will do with that. Did you guys see this <laughs> York University bullshit? Wait, what? <laughs> Dork University? A girl emailed her stat professor explaining that she lives in Myanmar and there's been a military coup and the military is cutting off the internet in 24 hours for the country, so she won't be able to what take tests. Fuck? And, uh, the fucking... Her professor was lecturing her on academic, like, awareness and how she needs to be on top of this. Oh my like, god. Like, again, a, a person <laughs> in a country that just had a coup. Yeah, he sent her a Washington Post article that's like, actually, this was not a coup. No, yeah, literally, he texted her something like that. He was like, protesters don't get just get shot for protesting. Uh, he said that in the fucking... She was just like, I can't no. take the test. I'm off the internet. Oh, man. <laughs> so fucking cool, man. Oh, my God. Um, how about Justin Bieber opens his new album with a sample of an MLK speech? <laughs> oh, dude, that's, uh... What's his name? Who's that other... Who's the ridiculous DJ guy David who, Guetta. There David we go, David Guetta. Guetta. You're yep. right. George Floyd. Shout out to his family. Shout out. God, I guess Canadians are the uh, cultural descendants of the Germans in that they have this horrible, austere country uh, that's not, still not as bad as the English-speaking equivalent within 20 miles of its border. <laughs> If you look at the facts and data regarding the UFO phenomenon, the only conclusion you can come to is that it is an extension of the demonological phenomenon. Whatever you think that is, it is the only logical conclusion. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, homie? <laughs> you know you know on Twitter when people find some just complete fucking psycho, like the guy that like like blends up raw meat and blood and drinks it and he's like, I'm such a strong like Aryan. Yes. This is a guy who uh, consistently has the worst opinions, like, of all time, and he has this big thread talking about how UFOs are demons. Oh, dude, that rocks. We're going all the way back, baby. We're fucking, we're scared of demons now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This guy sees a train, and he's like, oh my god, the giant metal horse. <laughs> it's coming right through the movie screen. Help, help. 
<laughs> yeah. uh, Morrissey, the Chinese are a subspecies. <laughs> He's decided to come back out and float that one now that the Democrats wait, agree wait, with him. Really? Yes. <laughs> he said that again? Yeah, he just brings it up one more time. <laughs> oh my god! Animal rights record. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, that's America, so good. famously a very chill place to be an animal. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, Morrissey doesn't. Morrissey's mad about the Uyghur thing because he considers them animals. <laughs> both seen it no you gotta send me it man i'm sending it into the chat right now he's like he's strapped to i guess a hospital bed but it looks a lot more like a uh anti-masturbation cross if you remember those <laughs> it probably is there you go it's in the discord is this a computer yeah, virus dude, this, yeah, right? this straight what up didn't you? work what the fuck <laughs> what is dot it's gif a- yeah, it's a dot .jfif. Yeah, you're right. I am sending you computer .jfif. I don't I can't even open that. <laughs> yeah, it's just nothing. What the fuck did you just send? <laughs> I'm in your computers now. I'm recording every post you've ever had and sending it to your CIA handler. Yeah, that's a that's a keystroke recorder. Did you get the new image I sent? Here we go. What the fuck? Oh, oh my god. <laughs> what is he doing? He's like, the post literally says something like, My dumb heart decided to grow too much. Thank god I'm here and not in Canada who has nothing like this for healthcare. <laughs> it's just, these are the twilight years of an epic bacon guy who eats steak and whiskey every night and cigars. Yes. This is what happens to you. You get, your heart starts to grow fucking three more sizes like you are literally the fucking Grinch. <laughs> Yeah, Steven Crowder got gout. Yeah, literally. He's going to be the first person to die of heart gout ever. It's very cool. Why is he strapped to a bed that's standing up? He's not laying down. He is standing up. He was trying to eat the nurses. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. He looks like he has things strapped to each nipple. What is his shirt? It says (laughs) D-platform. He's protesting even at the doctor's office. This guy is such a fucking loser. It's really incredible. I'm getting deplatformed by the doctor just because I ask for a prostate exam every time I see him. <laughs> it looks uh, like a fucking. I see him in the grocery store. I just pull my <laughs> pants down and I show him my asshole. It looks like some like dumb like Harry Potter shit too. You know what I mean? Like, it's <laughs> yeah, like yeah, a yeah, banner. yeah. Yeah. Deplatform this, and he's just posting hole. <laughs> Yeah. The Nobel Committee has made a big mistake, he said in an interview with UPI a decade later. This is a prize for peace. The thing here is, who is the one that has created peace? The one who fought against the U.S. and established peace for the country are us, not the U.S. However, the Nobel Committee has put the invader and the invaded as equal. This is something I cannot accept, and this is the reason why I declined the prize. When asked if he'd accept the prize now that the country is free, he replied yes, but only if the prize is awarded to me only. Wait, what? (laughs) 
Fucking Henry Kissinger got the award because they were trying to give the award to uh, the guy in charge of the Vietnamese peace process and him at the same time. And the Vietnamese guy turned it down because the idea of giving Henry Kissinger the same award for peace yeah. to award the invaded or the invaders for invading is insane. But now that he didn't do it, there's just this amazing time in history where Henry Kissinger alone got the award for fucking... For Vietnam. Yeah, yeah, for, you know... That child bonfires, Jesus long pig, Christ. and all that. I mean, that is fucking that incredible is evil we did. Far that. beyond parody. Kissinger receiving a Nobel Peace Prize for what he did to the people of And just Asia. the fact that he was supposed to split it, and their answer when the fucking Vietnamese guy turned down the prize was to just only give it to Kissinger. <laughs> he was the only one they wanted to give it to. Yeah, you're right, you're right. If... Yeah, let's have a bunch of Swedes and Norwegians decide who is the most peaceful yeah. man in the world. Yeah, the only Nazi sympathizers in the entire countries. Yeah, yeah, that's what we need. We need Greater Germany to talk to us about <laughs> peace. Yeah. Dude, when I was getting into that fight on Valorant the other day, and I was like, what is Sova, like, Swedish? And they're like, he's Russian, are you dumb? And I was like, that is literally the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> also, who the fuck knew he was Russian? Yeah, who cares? I do like that every time I join a multiplayer game lobby, I'm like, alright everyone, drop your races. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Boomer Death Squad, the number one Stair Force One podcast <laughs> okay. on the geriatric left. <laughs> I am your host, Joe Pelosi. Damn it, I was gonna do Danny Pelosi! <laughs> oh, oh. Well, I'm leaving it. Matt, your turn. <laughs> Matt, you're going second and now. <laughs> I'm here to install those uh, chair thingies to the rails of Air Force One so this never happens <laughs> to our beautiful president again. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, uh, <clears throat> folks, if you couldn't figure it out, we're talking about Joe Biden falling down the stairs. Easily one of the best videos I've ever seen. The fact that the fucking... He had, like, his press secretary or one of them come out and say, like, oh, yeah, the wind was a lot. I almost <laughs> fell down the stairs, too. It's like, fine, fine. Our president's being blown away just, by just, strong gusts of wind. That's like dust in so the wind. much better. Ours, dust in the wind, Joey. Yeah, you're right. He's probably a Kansas fan, too. Biden's like Mr. Burns falling off a building and just floating down like a feather. Literally, literally. <laughs> it's exactly like Mr. Burns that Joe Biden's even alive. Like, yeah. when Burns goes yeah. to the hospital and he's got every disease, but they're all counteracting <laughs> one another, keeping him alive. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just kept alive solely by hate and malice. All right, so... And lying to be about being Irish. <laughs> okay. So if you haven't seen this video, I recommend you uh, pause this right now. Go and watch it, because it's fucking hilarious. But I I'm going to try and do my best to um, describe what happens in it. What's there even to describe? He's walking up the steps, he trips once, he trips a second <laughs> time, and then he trips hard as shit a third time. Yeah, but he's like, so he's walking up the steps, and he begins to fall. And in his mind, he's immediately like, don't do anything. Just ignore it. Don't don't compensate for falling at all. Just power through it. He falls, he keeps going, falls again. His brain, again, is like, do nothing. Just ignore it. No one will see if you just pretend it's not happening. And then he falls again and he hurts his knee. Oh my god, dude. He's just constantly getting fucked up. <laughs> yeah, he's constantly getting fucking banged up as president. It's pretty great. It's so cool. He's like... Okay, so he might not have the mandate of FDR, but he does have polio. And I think that's really important for representation in our culture. 
shit. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay, so uh, should we get into this article then? Absolutely. All right, so we've got... We're heading to the National Review this week, which I'm very excited about. Titled, Media Won't Care That Joe Biden Fell Down the Stairs Because He Isn't Donald Trump by David Harsanyi. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) He writes for the National Review. You do not have to be sorry. You're doing praxis, actually, right now. Okay. So it starts out here. For the love of God, someone please help Joe Biden up the stairs. <laughs> it would be cool if we just, like, had, like there were just videos of the Secret Service, like, picking him up and carrying him now. The Secret Service is wearing uh, green screen suits, so you can't see them. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sorry, just to derail real quick. Did you see that picture of Henry Cavill filming uh, fucking the Justice League? No. It's like an entire, the entire room is green. He's just holding a big piece of green foam over his head. <laughs> it's like, it's so dog shit to look at. And then you remember that's what all of the, those movies are. Yeah. And you're like, oh my God, that's so cool. 100%. Okay. It would be, and I say this in all sincerity, a national disaster if Biden seriously hurt himself after needlessly walking up a giant flight of stairs alone to get on Air Force One. Would you let your septuagenarian grandfather or father walk up those stairs? Help the man. So, immediately we get into the uh, National Review thing of using a really long word completely unnecessarily. That just means you are between 75 and 79. Yeah. Is that even accurate? Isn't he 80? (laughs) You're just using a really long word wrong. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, conservative praxis rocks. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you should help old men up and down the steps. I'm sure Donald Trump was propelled by, like, the anti-gravity thing that uh, <laughs> J.J. Jr. from Venture Bros. has. Uh, not one of us is immune to the consequences of time. And Biden is not only the oldest president in American history, he's also older than any of the past four living presidents right now. <laughs> what, he's older than fucking... Four, so one, two, three, four. Okay, never mind. I was like, is he older than Carter? <laughs> yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, God. <laughs> that would be great. 2024, yeah. they run Carter. <laughs> they took the wrong lesson from 2020. We need to run increasingly older men with yeah. less and less of a grasp on reality. <laughs> we, need to, we need to run the oldest people with the least melanin. Yeah, exactly. What I love about Biden being the oldest president of all time, which he is, but it's like, wasn't Donald Trump the oldest president of all time yeah, before him? Yeah, he was. <laughs> he was like eight years younger or whatever. No, he's like three, isn't he? I don't know. <laughs> whatever. Who cares? You look like shit, honey. Bye-bye. Eight and three. If a Tesla can get it wrong, so can I. Yeah. Uh... While no one should recklessly speculate about a person's health, it is completely reasonable to note a politician's age and acuity in public life. The national political media seems to agree, as long as the president happens to be a Republican. Well, it's like, I don't know, you guys built this fucking empire, and it's collapsing all around us all the time, and now the media is desperately trying to create some sort of national consensus about this man who, like, you know... Wrote the crime bill, and eats babies, (laughs) and works for the bank, and all of that. Um, No, I don't know. They're on hard mode right now. (laughs) I want to harp on the thing where they say that if it was a Republican president and the mental decline was there, then the media would be all over it. Because we have a precedent for that. Ronald Reagan. He was more brain damaged than Biden was, and of course... 
None of this was ever covered. I'm going to quote uh, Norman Finkelstein right here. Thus, it was quickly forgiven and forgot that Ronald Reagan's demented 1985 declaration at Bitburg Cemetery that the German soldiers, including Waffen-SS members, buried there were, quote, victims of the Nazis just as surely as the victims in the concentration camps. Yeah, Ronald Reagan was the president America most deserved. <laughs> Absolutely. Of all time. Like, easily. Fucking easily. That was the first there was good people on both sides, except literally about Nazis and Jews. Oh, honestly, that shit's been going on since Reconstruction. The fucking, you know, when... What's his <laughs> name? That's true. <laughs> yeah, after they shot Lincoln, and then Johnson was like, you have to say you're sorry to me. <laughs> and then they said they're sorry, and he was like, okay, you can just keep doing it. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, there is a long precedent of presidents saying completely mentally deranged shit and the media doing nothing about it. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, fucking Donald Trump was the same way, right? He was like, Dude, the fucking the Shiva thing, man, it's still on my mind. It will always be on my mind. Yeah. Just calling his CFO's house embarrassing at his wife's wake and just showing a pictures of a naked woman on a yacht. That's so cool. It is... I mean, it's 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 the plot of a BoJack Horseman episode. It's, I'll tell you what it is. It's presidential. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. It goes on here. You may recall that after Donald Trump was caught gingerly walking down a ramp at the U.S. Military Academy at West Point last year, an entire news cycle was spent pondering his health. Quote, the president also appeared to have trouble raising a glass of water to his mouth during his speech at West Point, a day before he turned 74, reported the New York Times. The oldest the president has been in his first term. Well, not anymore, because now it's Joe Biden. <laughs> I, what point are you even making here? Isn't this just showing you that the consensus is they're talking about these old people as they're falling apart before our eyes? Yeah. Like, they're all, <laughs> exactly, they're all zombies. All of their body parts are falling off. It's just... Yeah, the average age in Congress is like 120 <laughs> years old. They're all just, they're adrenochrome junkies. That's how this whole thing fucking works. They're eating babies. Yeah. Stem cells, people. All of the money, people. <laughs> CNN even covered Biden mocking Trump. <laughs> Quote, look at how he steps and look at how I step. Watch how I run up ramps and he stumbles down ramps. Come on, man. <laughs> that is... I see a ramp, I run up it, man. <laughs> exactly. That's so fucking cool because this is what politics is. It's about how good you are at ramps. <laughs> The presidents are so old and such figureheads at this point that the only thing that matters is whether or not they can walk up a flight of fucking stairs. And none of them <laughs> can do it! it hardly matters! Yeah, it hardly <laughs> matters! We have examples of both of them failing to do it. It doesn't uh, matter. Like, so incredible. Oh god, that rocks. I love it, I love it. On liberal infotainment shows like Morning Joe, Mika Brzezinski claimed that Walk had sparked some concerns about Trump's health, to which Joe Scarborough responded that there were, quote, a lot of people talking about the president's health, and such talk undercuts the Republican argument that Biden is an old man. The Republican argument that Biden is an old... What? That's... <laughs> is the liberal argument that Joe Biden is not an old man? Why don't they believe us? He's an old man. <laughs> it's the Snopes thing where they post the picture of Joe Biden and Robert Byrd together and they're like, fact check, false. Joe Biden was not hanging out with a KKK leader. <laughs> and they're like, this guy never led the KKK. He only led a local chapter. <laughs> and it's just, 
Facts have become so ridiculously... We like facts over truth, man. Yeah, there's no such thing as a fact. The I fucking love science crowd is being just as disingenuous <laughs> yeah. as the right wing. It's yeah. fucking amazing. Fact. Joe Biden is an old man. I'm gonna go out well, on a limb me there, here. Yeah, I'm gonna have true. to agree with that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cheers to that, brother. I'll drink to that. <laughs> Democrats have tried to blame Biden's failing memory and incoherence on a childhood stuttering problem. Facts become fat, and so on. <laughs> so, that's I guess they're referencing so their... So what was he saying to that guy? Listen here, facts? Yeah, exactly, that's what I was gonna say, because that's what they have to be referencing here, right? <laughs> yeah, and that's less coherent. Com entirely. Exactly. I do love that, though, because if you look at him against uh, Paul Ryan in his previous debate... He was there. Like, th there was an austere monster living in that body yeah. who wanted nothing more than to ascend to the highest halls of power. It's just like that man is aging out of his brain completely. We just have what we have what's left as he screams and goes into the light. <laughs> it's so cool. Uh, this ailment only made a significant appearance in the narrative of 2020, around 50 years into his political career, though it had apparently induced the president into a lifetime of fableism and nonsensical assertions. That's cool because they work backwards and they're like all the just blatant lies that Joe Biden yeah. has told yeah. his entire career. Yeah, those, those plagiarized speeches was just it. his stutter. Yeah, it's analyst to talk about when he's plagiarizing fucking Tory speechwriters in <laughs> England. Uh, this is a bit different. It certainly doesn't help that Biden was allowed to spend the entire 2020 campaign hiding from reporters and then refusing for months to give a single press conference. That was really cool. Uh, uh, it's so sad because Joe Biden, again, he had the opportunity to be the funniest president of all time, but we're just not going to see it. It's going to be like the Reagan tapes where we just get glimpses years from yeah. now we just have to look back and laugh yeah it's yeah sad. yeah well the world will be over by then i doubt <laughs> only this past week biden seemed to forget defense secretary lloyd austin's name and called kamala harris the president again <laughs> <laughs> well they tell him to yeah 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 well they tell him not to but he forgets that part well, behind closed doors, he has to call her the president. But what if Joe Biden doesn't news. know he's the president? No. <laughs> <laughs> thinks he's what the vice president. Biden... Yeah, what if he just thinks he's still the vice president? That would be so much easier than convincing him he's got the new job. Yeah. It's not like there's any practical difference between Kamala and Biden on any position whatsoever. I mean... Can you imagine the look on those craven fucks' face when they got to fire all those kids who admitted that they smoked weed <laughs> after they told them it was cool? <laughs> okay. Like, Kamala and Joe specifically, just, oh my god. I, I think my favorite take on that was, uh, all these people told their job, the federal government, that they're smoking weed, uh... Yeah, fucking rude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes, you you're always yourself. an idiot for doing that. Never trust your boss, especially if your boss is the president of the <laughs> biggest army and bank in the world. Yeah. <laughs> but at the at the same time, I mean, they were just like, yeah, it's so cool. We're the woke Democrats now, man. Yeah. If you're coming from Colorado, you can totally have smoked a joint before. Just tell me. Yeah. And it's, it's just surrounded by cameras and on tape, and they're all going to end up in Guantanamo now. <laughs> exactly. But it really that really does underscore how naive these people are, how, how, how distorted their image of Joe Biden truly is. They thought that he wasn't going to fire them for smoking weed. 
Exactly! Exactly! They were convinced that Joe and Kamala, two of the people more personally responsible for marijuana arrests in my lifetime than probably anyone besides Bill Clinton. Mm -hmm. Like, holy shit, man. And people are making hay of the fact that uh, Kamala admitted to smoking weed. But everybody forgets that in the same sentence there, she tells, like, a completely unambiguous <laughs> lie. It is too She probably didn't smoke weed. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, this is even funnier than the Bill Clinton thing, where Bill Clinton did smoke weed, but said he didn't. <laughs> or said he didn't inhale. He didn't inhale, whatever. yeah. <laughs> yeah, Kamala is lying the other way because she is just such a fucking zero, such a fucking loser, literally made her bones and took the California DA by arguing he wasn't doing doing enough to prosecute marijuana offenders. Yeah. <laughs> Lying about- oh, fucking Tupac, man. That's what this episode's called. <laughs> Tupac. Alright, let's, uh, let's finish up this article here. <clears throat> we don't know what all that means about his mental sharpness. We rarely see him. But we all know how such events would be covered if the president were a Republican. And the answer, of course, is look at the Ronald Reagan presidency. Look at the Donald Trump presidency. Do, do we all think that he is more notably there? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, the news is completely partisan, sure, so CNN, NBC, and ABC were doing it instead of Newsmax, Fox, and, yeah. uh, I don't know, KKN, KK News, <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> so yeah, folks, I mean, what is there to say here? <laughs> What's there to say here? Um... The National Review is great. Go, go get a subscription. <laughs> yeah, definitely pay money for this article like we absolutely <laughs> did and do regularly pay these conservative cretins, and we're definitely not robbing them through the HTML code once a week. In conclusion, we stand with Joe Biden and his brave decision to fire Kamala Harris for smoking weed. <laughs> she has been extradited to Little St. James, where she will be executed by Tupac. <laughs> Guard yeah. to, I don't know. It was to mow down every, yeah, every black person the in the Burger streets. King. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wish he'd done that, and then if we're, if we want to talk about the fall of the United States on a global scale, they just got to see the type of people who were in our National Guard. <laughs> <laughs> it's like everyone's fighting that one goth mortician, me and Matt know, who works yeah. for the National Guard. <laughs> Yeah, we know. Unfortunately, the National Guard issues a uh, a butt plug tail to every. Yeah, they want to talk uh, about Joe Biden's Catboy Army. Let's talk about Donald Trump's Catboy <laughs> Army. Let's talk about Bill Clinton's. Yeah, to get in the National Guard, you need like an eyebrow ring and like a fucking like a post hardcore <laughs> tattoo. The best lie I've ever heard about the National Guard and my family was that uh, someone told me that my grandfather was an admiral of the National Guard. <laughs> so he had, like, a few eyebrow rings. Yes, exactly, exactly. Just, 
It's so cool to be the admiral of a land force. Yeah, he had snake bites. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you guys remember that tweet by the Arizona Republican Party where they were talking about how much they love anime? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's like... You know fucking John McAfee still has his half-anime profile picture in Spanish prison? Jesus Christ. He hasn't changed <laughs> it. <laughs> oh, man. If anybody's oh. into anime, it's John McAfee. There's no doubt. Yeah. If anyone's into lollies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, do you guys want to get into the second half? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess we shouldn't talk about John McAfee. We'll probably get shot in the chest. Yeah, yeah, probably. Open casket funeral. It's respectful. <laughs> okay. So, uh, if if you uh, if you've been on Twitter uh, recently in the last you know week or so, you'll probably have seen that there was this um, there was this meeting between the uh, Chinese and the United States Capos where they talk about uh, I don't really. No, we're going to read about it, so I won't spoil it. How's that? Sounds all right. Yeah, if you've been on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook or in person for the last month, you may have noticed uh, every day, every single news outlet releases an article called, like, The Red Menace. Why do you need to kill every Chinese person? And then the liberal ones will once every two weeks release one that says, why are there not, why are Asian hate crimes up 9 million percent? Yeah. We'll be discussing uh, why that is in the new Cold War, and more importantly, how China's behavior of ripping beer bongs and singing Chumbawamba <laughs> in the meeting was totally unacceptable. Let's get into it. Yeah, and uh, we mentioned Tom Cotton earlier. Um, this article's titled, Cotton on China Meeting. Chinese delegation's behavior was completely unacceptable by Edwin Mora in Breitbart. Why'd they fucking let Tom Cotton there? <laughs> Yeah, why did they let this asshole in? You're right. <laughs> on, on, they, 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 they just wanted, he was like, they threw a bone to the, the Communist Party. They're like, all right, we're going to bring this dumb, like, caricature of an American in for them to laugh yeah, yeah, at yeah. before we get down to business. <laughs> we're all going to have a good time at his expense. It's Tony doing the executive game, right? And then he brings, like, Christopher's two goons and makes them waiters. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Cotton's the waiter. Uh, Senator Tom Cotton joined other Republicans in criticizing human rights violator China for denigrating America's democratic ideals and its efforts to champion human rights during the first Beijing-Washington meeting under President Joe Biden Thursday. If there's anything America's known for, it's the human rights enjoyer. Tom Cotton has logged on. <laughs> yeah, human rights understander has long logged on. Yes. Uh, okay, let's start out here. Quote, the Chinese delegation's behavior was completely unacceptable. Cotton, who sits on the Senate Committee on Armed Services and Senate Select Committee on Intelligence, wrote on Twitter Friday, it's time for the Biden administration to adopt, to adopt a strategy to beat China. In his tweet, Cotton featured his March 17th editorial published by the National Review, <laughs> yeah, in which he asserted, quote, it's that well past time for aggressive political and economic steps to counter the CCP threat. Cold War II, let's go, baby. They put in parentheses that CCP means Chinese Communist Party, in case you didn't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to counter the CCP. I'm not going to make the obvious joke, then. Um... <laughs> I'm better than that. I'm moving on. <laughs> yeah, we've grown, folks. Don't tell us we haven't grown. Yeah, it's cool that Tom Cotton, again, a guy from Arkansas, is the head of our intelligence committee or whatever. Yeah. He's our 
He's our smartest boy. <laughs> uh, which is why he's so mad, and fi- we have to figure out how to beat China while we simultaneously gut American industry and export all work and labor to Asia. Yeah. Uh, referring to Thursday's U.S.-China meeting in Alaska, Senator Josh Hawley, a member of the Senate Armed Service Committee, added on Twitter Friday that Beijing, quote, believes it can roll the Biden administration. Except, uh, I looked into this, the, the actual quote is, hashtag China believes it can roll the Biden administration. That is so much funny. <laughs> it's way better. They- <laughs> <laughs> hashtag China. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like, but it's like, come on, man. They rolled the Trump administration, too. Do you remember? Every time Trump met Xi Jinping, he would come back and give a press conference where he's like, communism, it's not that bad, folks. <laughs> Me and Xi, we got along really well. He's a really yeah. special man. Do you guys, he's a really great guy! Do you guys remember that tariff war that turned out so well for the United States? <laughs> yeah, the tariff war that is currently destroying semiconductor <laughs> production in both countries. Yeah. And Joe Biden just created, like, some sort of presidential investigative... I don't know. He sent Robert Mook to investigate <laughs> why we're not getting new computers. Yeah. Uh, we declared war on the computer company. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken and U.S. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan, uh, Yang Jishi, a member of China's Communist Party's Politburo, and the country's top diplomat and Chinese Foreign Minister Wang Yi participated in the me- in the meeting. During his opening remarks, Yang lectured his American counterparts on what they described as human rights violations on U.S. soil, adding that many people worldwide and in the United States have no faith in American democracy. This is, of course, true. China telling us the yeah, truth, as always. this is, of course, always. completely true. The only country with a positive view of us is the Philippines because we killed all the people there who had a negative view of us. Yeah. Um... He urged the U.S. to let the world decide between America's political system and China's. <laughs> uh, quote, We don't believe in invading through use of force, topple other regimes, massacre people of other countries. Important for the U.S. to change own image and to stop advancing its own democracy in the rest of the world, Yang said. Many people in the U.S. have little confidence in U.S. democracy. Again, just, I mean, spitting straight facts here. <laughs> Yeah, completely true. More people don't vote than vote. I couldn't imagine a better indictment of a democratic system. (laughs) There's more workers in China than there is voters in the United States. (laughs) Exactly. The challenges facing the United States and human rights are deep-seated. They did not just emerge over the past four years, such as Black Lives Matter, he added. Reporters were supposed to leave after the opening remarks, but Sullivan reportedly waved them to stay, given that the Chinese officials, mostly Yang, spoke for more than the two minutes agreed. <laughs> um, excuse me, we were going to accuse you of doing a Uyghur genocide. You have to stop bringing up yes, all of our genocides. Exactly. There are too many, and you're taking more than your two minutes, sir. <laughs> there is nothing more important in this country than debate club rules, because we are all a bunch of beep, 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 beep. <laughs> Uh, so Sullivan, Sullivan says, given your extended remarks, let me add a few of my own. Uh, this is according to Foreign Affairs Correspondent's tweets. Quote, it's never a good bet to bet against America. Of course, unless you're betting on China. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in which case it is probably the best bet you could possibly make. Yeah, or if you're betting on Vietnam. <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ, call me fucking... Call me Sandler from fucking Uncut Gems, man. I want China in the first half. I want China in the second half. I want points on China. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
All right, so uh, because this is a conservative article, of course, it's Breitbart, uh, the sources are just some thread on Twitter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, for all the talks about liberal domination of social media, literally every article released in any conservative pu- publication are three tweets and then five paragraphs trying to explain why those tweets are an epic win. hundred percent. Like, that, there is no better way to describe conservative journalism. I, that's if I've learned anything doing this podcast, it's that it's that there is no such thing as conservative journalism, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> or rather, all journalism is inherently conservative. <laughs> yeah, that's also true. Uh, so it it basically says that you know the Chinese were chastising the Americans for like doing cyber warfare or something. It's very unclear. Like they just they throw you into the middle of this. It it doesn't really make sense. But the cyber warfare shit's great. Like all the shit that we make up about China to make people scared. Do you remember the fucking? They said they had some kind of headache ray that they yeah, were shooting yeah, yeah. diplomats with across the sea. <laughs> Yeah. And it just turned out that guy had a headache or something. <laughs> I love that shit. He just had a shit. hangover. Exactly, exactly. We are literally, we are like three weeks away from accusing Xi Jinping of having psycho-telekinetic powers, <laughs> like Professor X, and using them to kill the Uyghurs. Yeah. Alright, so this is this is one of the uh, tweets. It's, it's basically, it says, The opening statements were over, and that was supposed to be it. U.S. media pool excused. But uh, Blinken and Jake Sullivan told the pool to stay. Quote, Given your extended remarks, let me add a few of my own. It's never a good idea to bet against America. A confident country is able to look hard at its own shortcomings and constantly seek to improve, Sullivan added. Yeah, the United States, famous for doing that. Constantly, things are better all the time, ask anyone you know. (laughs) Everyone you know is fucking loving this. They're having a great time. All those riots uh, last summer, those totally accumulated in anything at all. Also, how embarrassing is it to have some guy named Anthony and another guy named Jake Sullivan being in charge of our <laughs> remarks to China. They sound like a pop-punk band. Blinken is literally in a fucking pop-punk band. <laughs> Please, presidency, save us. No, Holy you're right. You, have you seen that? Uh, it's like a screenshot of like some Japanese developers had to make a bunch of American names for... Uh for some baseball game and it's just like yeah it's like tony bleep blop yeah literally <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's the- these are names that chinese uh, people would make up to make fun of americans yeah yeah exactly so uh yang yang lambasted the u.s officials for speaking condescendingly adding that the media's removal after the heated exchange proves that america does not support democracy go ahead and agree yes. <laughs> that's again yes <laughs> Oh, what? They can't be here? They can't hear this? What's, what's your fucking problem? <laughs> the people can't know? It is really fun yeah. that China is just, over and over again, just like, <laughs> you don't have democracy. <laughs> yeah, that's not what this so is. Awesome. You get that, right? You're the bank. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we will use the remaining hours after the press left to outline for Chinese delegation in uh, private same messages delivered in public. Uh, that sounds like broken English, but this is the Biden administration. Uh, Chinese delegation, on the other hand, seems intent on grandstanding, focused on public theatrics and dramatics. And that's not what we're doing when we're sending, like, UN observers into fucking Xinjiang province. But at the same time, there's still lynching of black people across most of America yeah. by the state. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Not to mention when uh, 
When the war on terror was ramping up and they started detaining people at Guantanamo, the Chinese government asked the U.S. government to detain some Uyghurs at Guantanamo, and they did, (laughs) and they quickly determined that they hadn't done anything wrong, but then they just didn't know what to do with them, so they were there for, like, years and years and years, and then finally they just, like, scattered them around the world. Well, I remember that, man, when you were going through that with me, fucking around the Uyghur and... Uh, ten years. It's fucking amazing. They just sent them to like Iraq and what? like Albania. Like, Albania. The, the first two <laughs> got sent to like Albania. What? Yeah. They they just like they pick like random uh like Muslim majority countries and just send like two Chinese men there at a time. No, oh, yeah. United States, the famous defender of Uyghurs and Islam. That's what we really <laughs> care about in this country. Yeah, yeah. So it goes on. Thursday's meeting came soon after Blinken visited Asia to coalesce support against China, marking his first visit abroad. Yeah, yeah, grandstanding and dramatics and theatrics. Definitely something we don't do. Yeah, this definitely isn't an example of Blinken going to our colony and reminding them to stay in line. Exactly. In Japan, the Secretary of State warned that the U.S. would, quote, push back if necessary when China uses coercion or aggression to get its way. I cannot wait until China fucking takes Taiwan and we just do nothing. Yeah. Like, nothing at all. That is the true fall of the American empire. I was unable to sleep last night thinking about it. Uh, quote, we do not seek conflict. Yeah, okay. (laughs) I'll let the fucking Koreans and Vietnamese know, my god. I'll let the entirety of fucking Southern America know. Well, Joe, he goes on. But we welcome stiff competition stiff competition is uh funding death squads to go and murder half of a population yeah stiff competition is when both sides hire rival death squads yeah just kill the population (laughs) over and over again until eventually both countries come to an agreement on rubber tariffs or whatever (laughs) and holy shit and we will always stand up for our principles uh take chile in 1973 for our people and for our friends, like the UAE and Saudi Arabia. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All of our good friends and their many, many slaves. Our very good friends. So that's a quote from the Secretary of State. And let's finish up the article here. During his opening remarks, Blinken vowed to hold China accountable <laughs> yeah, for oppression against Hong Kong residents, what the United States has described as genocide of the Muslim Uyghur minority in Xinjiang, and cyber attacks against the U.S., among other things. <laughs> this is so fucking cool. I love yeah. anyone who's complaining about cyber attacks, because it's like, what the fuck does that even mean, man? What is a cyber attack? Yeah, what are you literally talking about? And then they can never describe it to you. Well, because like, is it a DDoS? What is it? Well, a cyber attack is just China acquiring our fucking targeted marketing data instead of United States companies. Yes, exactly. That's it. Exactly. What the fuck is a yes. cyber attack? A cyber attack is the fact that I play Genshin Impact, the Chinese <laughs> game, as opposed to World yeah. of Warcraft, the pedophile San Francisco game. Okay, okay, here we go. The War of Ideas, Valorant versus CSGO. Which one's winning literally, that war? Literally, <laughs> <laughs> and, Oh my god. Whatever you believe about Hong Kong, whatever you believe about Xinjiang and the Uyghurs, whatever you believe about cyber attacks, <laughs> uh, if you think the United States is standing in good footing when they're talking about human rights abuses, you are fucking mental. Yeah. Uh, comedy podcast. Comedy uh, podcast. I just want to... Uh, oh, Xi Jinping, Winnie the Pooh! <laughs> <laughs> I just want to state the, you know, it, it, it need... 
it need not be stated, but I will anyway, okay? China has more than three times the size of our entire population, but the United States has more than three times the size of their prison population. Yes, absolutely. We're a carceral state. Yeah. That's the point. Yeah. So, and 20% of our prisoners are for nonviolent drug offenses. So who has the big concentration camps here? And whenever anyone brings about anything, they've got re-education camps in fucking... So do we! Province. Yeah, it's just like, what do you think we're doing at Guantanamo? We're having Egyptian guys break people's kneecaps. Like, holy <laughs> shit. That's the whole thing. Yeah, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, whatever China's doing in Xinjiang, rest assured that whatever we would do there would be worse. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Boomer Death Squad. Yeah. You can follow us on Twitter at Boomer Death Pod. I've been Joe. I've been Danny. And I've been Matt. Bye-bye. See ya. Toodles. America, fuck yeah!